What is up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Wax Appeal Podcast live from Miami at Tier Wadapalooza main stage, the podcast seminar stage, where I had the honor and privilege. I didn't even think this episode would happen. I didn't when I shot the text over to see if we could book this guy. I was like, no, there's no way they're going to respond. And yes, he did. Mr. Don Fall, the CEO of CrossFit, said, yes, I would love to come on the show and let's chat. He is a Marine. There are no former Marines, so he is still a Marine. He will always be a Marine. But he was part of Force Recon, places near and dear to my heart. My brother is Recon uh, as well in the Marines. We talk a little bit about that. We talk a little bit about the ethos that is the Marine spirit. He left the Marines to go into the business world. An amazing, amazing guy. He's since transitioned over to become the CEO of CrossFit. And me personally, I love the direction that CrossFit is going. CrossFit's moving. And we talk about what that looks like over the next one to five years. We sat down. We had a great chat. We talked about sports. We talked about CrossFit. We talked about what we enjoyed here in Miami. Just an amazing person and somebody who I'm very happy to say is running the company that, listen, I'm highly invested in, the, that world of CrossFit. So, Don Fall, CEO of CrossFit, on the show today. And as always, the show is brought to you from Miami by Fat Ash Bakes. They hooked it up for us. We were able to give cookies out to guests, give them out to fans. We just we spread that good, good love of cookies. And they're not just any cookies. Go to Fat Ash Bakes on Instagram and go check out all their photos that they have. They look absolutely amazing. They taste even better. The, just fantastic cookies. The caramel, the crazy caramel chick is my wife's favorite. I love Tori's Secret. They didn't have it in Miami, but they said it is coming, making a comeback. You can go on to my Instagram page and see my full review of Tori's Secret with the marshmallow in the middle of the red velvet with the with the Reese's cup on top. Oh, so good, so good. Also, shout out to Lifting the Dream. We're shouting them out on all of our Tier Wadapalooza Miami episodes because they were absolutely on point when we were there. They just, they're a locally owned business that does a whole bunch of custom work when it comes to belts. If you want your own weight belt with your own name on it or your own design, hit them up. She'll make it right there for you. Also, they had wrist wraps, they had shirts, they had all sorts of stuff, stickers and swag and you name it, they had a little fan that if you clip it on for those hot days, turn that fan on, and it says Lifting the Dream in LEDs. It's just a fun, fun business, a fun, fun person running it. Malia, just killing it down there in Miami. So make sure you go follow Lifting the Dream on, or Lifting the Dream official on Instagram and follow what they're doing. With that being said, without further ado, let's get to the episode with Mr. Don Fall. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Wex Appeal Podcast, Barbell's Beats of Buffoonery. It's it's a little bit more empty now. The lady, the, the daughters have, have left. I mean, Who would have thought? They'd rather see Catherine and Annie than I mean, me. I mean, it's going to be on. tough on my ego. <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, on the stage today, I have the CEO of CrossFit, Mr. Don Fall. 
Welcome to Wadapalooza. Is this your first year here? Were you here last year? No, this is my first year here. Usually I'm somewhere cold, and now I'm realizing lots of regret for the last decade. Yeah, so this, this is, is a this much is, better place to be. This is the place to be. Miami in January, even on a cold day, it's better than... You're based out of... Uh, San Francisco, San Francisco. Yeah, Bay Area. So, okay. Trust me, and that is not where you want to be right now with uh, torrential rain. So this yes. is pretty awesome. Yes. So, so how are you liking the experience? This is why I have multiple microphones, because we were having issues with this earlier. So how are you liking the whole Wadapalooza experience, Miami, the vibe, and everything? Is I mean, what's not to love? The, the weather is amazing. The venue's incredible. I mean, showcasing like this beautiful city. Um, and what an incredible energy. You know, both the, the event itself and the city. Uh, what, a, what a match. Yeah. So, and you are only a, it's only been a few months. You've been the CEO of CrossFit. You came on right before the games. I came on the week of the games. Yeah. It was my first week in the new job. So, so you go from the games, right, you know, coming over to Wadapalooza, Wadapalooza. What has been the biggest takeaway as far as kind of getting acclimated to, you know, the you know, CrossFit? And obviously, you know, CrossFit, but as on the, on the CEO side of it, what's been the biggest adjustment for you? kind of moving into this role? Well, it's been a, you know, I've been telling folks that for me, um, you know, I, I came into the role having spent eight years as a member in the CrossFit community and, you know, personally having experienced what CrossFit has done for me in my life and, and uh, in, in, in the boxes that I've gotten the chance to train in, meeting lots of other people who have had these incredible stories of what CrossFit's done for them. Um, Imagine that now at a different, a different level, a different scale. You know, literally thousands of conversations with people um, from the everyday to the fun, you know, profound life-changing impact that CrossFit has had really delivered through affiliates and coaches you know, in every community all around the world. It's been so unbelievably inspiring, much more so than I would have anticipated. And I was pretty darn fired up to start the job. So yeah. that's been the biggest takeaway. And you know, I'd say on top of that, you know, I think we all know that that um, we are as a community just getting started. That yes. there are for every person whose life has been changed, there are a thousand, ten thousand who have not yet experienced CrossFit and, and and that could. So, and that's the focus for us now. Yeah. So, yeah. Obviously, we're going into the open, and you know, the open's right around the corner. This is kind of, although this is the uh, kind of the official or unofficial end of the season. We're about to start the season back with, with the Open. This still kind of, to me, feels like the start. Um, you go into that new year, and it's, you know, it's 2023. Okay, I feel like this is kind of the start of the season and kind of ramping everything up to the Open. How excited are you to go into this season in the Open, now being with CrossFit for, you know, for this amount of time and, and kind of jumping in, you know, all in. Thrilled. You know, for me, um, my first Open was back in 2016, I think. And um, at that point, I had been in the community for a little over a year. Um, I had experienced the essence of community within my box. Yeah. But the Open for me was the first chance, I think, to really experience the broader community. Yeah. And I just remember at the time the excitement and the anticipation with it and thinking to myself, I'm getting a chance to compete and participate in this event with hundreds of thousands of other people all around the world. And at the end of it, we're gonna find the fittest person on the planet. Yeah. And that was such a profound thing for me. You know, I was in, I grew up playing sports as an athlete and the spirit of competition is, has always been an inspiration for me and extending that through this sport to anyone who has the will and mentality, I think is such a special and unique thing 
that brings this community together where you have the elite athletes and has been, whatever I call myself as an athlete <laughs> these days, getting to participate in the same, um, uh, same venue. It's just an amazing thing. So what kind of sports did you play growing up? So when I was a young kid, I grew up in New Jersey. Um, I played, you know, football, basketball, baseball. I like to say I was aggressively mediocre at all of them. Not good enough to play uh, any of those sports in college. I ended up going to the Naval Academy where I yep. kind of stumbled my way into rugby. So I played rugby for four oh, years okay. there. Played semi-professionally after college for a couple of years. Is, it, is there one sport that you're like more in tune with than others? Is there one that you follow that you, that you like? You know, besides CrossFit, obviously, yeah. uh, my, my heart has always been since college with rugby. rugby. Um, I love it. And, and rugby actually is, I like to say there are, there's an ethos in rugby that I think has parallels in, in CrossFit, the, the spirit of friendly competition. Yeah. You know, in CrossFit or in uh, rugby, we would, we would play these teams and get after it on the pitch, and then afterwards you celebrate together. So there was a competitive uh, dynamic, but it was, it was often more about the, the competition on the field. It was that sense of community. Yeah, and which, which is awesome. This is the thing I love about CrossFit is that you just get in, even if you know you're you're in it, you're just getting killed in a workout. You can look over at your buddy and notice that they're dying just as much as you are, and hopefully you don't die quite as much as they did, so that you can you know check that mark on the leaderboard that that you you took it. That's for that right. Day. Talk a little trash. Talk exactly. a little trash. You know, and and you know, make sure everybody's keeping their reps good, and you know, you you keep your you keep your friends honest. You make sure that everybody's you know doing what they need to do. So in the spirit of competition, in HQ. Do you guys have a leaderboard where you're like, I'm coming for you? And like, like who, who do you have in your sights that you're trying to, trying to beat? Well, I mean, this is going to be no surprise to anyone, but Dave Castro talks a lot of trash. Um, <laughs> no. He's better at talking I, trash I than following never through heard on Dave it. Castro I know, talk it's trash. hard to believe. It's, yeah. So Dave talks a lot of trash. So uh, he and I will have our own friendly competition. Um, we actually run in, inside the company. We do a, so every, obviously everyone does the open, and then we will create teams within the company. Um, and so a little bit of additional, and we are distributed now, so we have people all around the world sure. as part of the team. And so there's that friendly, collaborative trash talking that happens on Slack for us, on email or text messages or yeah. on social. So uh, we're, we're getting ready to kick that yeah. off. It, it, now, is anybody trying to gun for Boz, or does everybody, everybody think that he's got like this inside I, I'm sure track there's someone since... is, but it's certainly not me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's, there's been nothing more humbling in terms of my career as an athlete than joining this company. Yeah. I, I did a lot better when I was competing against software engineers in my prior life. Well, but... I mean, if, if he beats you, all you have to do is say, well, obviously you made it. You stacked the deck. You stacked the deck. That's you, right. You programmed it. You, you, made it, you made it advantageous to you. Um, so you were also in the military. Uh, Marine. That's right. And there's no former Marines. That's right. You're, you're just a Marine. Uh, but you did Marine recon. You're, it was a uh, force recon? Force recon, recon yeah. yeah. So my little brother is actually a recon uh, unit. He's actually a reserve now. He was in uh, for 10 it. years. And uh, now he's a firefighter in North Carolina, does does reserve work in, in uh, Alabama. Well, it's all my said Semper Fi. Absolutely. And he was excited. I told him you were going to be on the show. He was, he was very excited. So he's, um, it's, it's a completely different type of breed, uh, the, the Marine Corps. And I think that really, like every every military branch, you know, has their own, you know, ethos and their own way of being. But that Semper Fi mentality, and being that it's the longest boot camp of all the of all the branches, it kind of to me relates most to CrossFit as mm -hmm. far as just really getting down and dirty, getting into the grit, and and doing the work. So how how is that transferred over for you into? Not only being, you know, obviously you, it's a business. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to you want to run it like a business, but also 
bringing that same mentality of the Marine Corps to CrossFit. Yeah, for sure. There, there's so much, you know, I was incredibly fortunate to get a chance to experience that early in my career. You know, I graduated college, went straight into the Marine Corps. Um, first opportunity for me to really learn what leadership was all about. Um, the opportunity to be, be part of something that was really bigger than myself. Um, we used to use, in the Marine Corps, we used to talk about ethos. Yeah. Ethos was really core to the culture, the spirit, what it meant to be a part of the Marine, uh, Marine Corps, what it meant to be a Marine. Um, we talk about ethos a lot in CrossFit as well. Yeah. You know, we talk about now we have a campaign, we're talking about the magic of CrossFit, like trying to dissect what makes this thing so special that sometimes it's hard to communicate to people who haven't experienced it. And a core part of that formula is the ethos of this community, this, this recognizing that you're a part of something bigger than yourself, recognizing that you can give back to this community, um, you know, along with it, um, look, the CrossFit's not easy. The yeah. Marine Corps wasn't easy. Like you, you, these bonds that you build with other humans um, are often the strongest ones are built on the back of shared adversity and um, being willing to, to humble yourself. Yeah. You know, in the Marine Corps, they force you to. Yeah. In CrossFit, you walk in and I don't care what level, we just heard, you know, Katrin and Annie talking about being humbled in workouts. Yeah. And it takes a certain mentality and I think what you get from that is a level of growth and relationships with the other people who are going through that same experience with you that you can't find anywhere else. And yeah. so for me in my career, it's been so, for me coming and having the opportunity to, to, to serve in, 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 in this community now, a little bit feels like full circle of getting back to something that I had when I was in the Marine Corps, that, that shared sense of purpose, working in a broader community towards something that was bigger than all of us. Um, yeah. So that's why I say all the time this, uh, you know, being able to work on this is such a privilege. And, and that's such a big aspect of the military is that you go through all those things together, that adversity, and it does become a family. Mm -hmm. And you can literally go in it just, just like you never met my brother in, in your life, but it's like, hey, Semper Fi. Yep. Like, we are brothers. That's right. You know, whether we've met or not. And same thing, you come to an event like this and, you know, you look around, it's like, no, we, exact, we know exactly what they're going through. I, I got to actually MC the workout this morning with all, you know, all the gym owners on the, on the main floor. Amazing. And they are literally doing the same work that the athletes were doing the night before. And it's like, you guys are sweating on the same floor that these elite athletes are doing it much faster than we're doing it. <laughs> but you guys get to come out here and do the same thing. And I think that's what makes CrossFit such a... It's just such a different type of uh, of thing than anything else on you know that's out there. Any other you know program or workout like you can you can get whatever DVDs you want at home and 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 do those things. But CrossFit builds that community and builds that thing where you can look at the elite athletes on the screen, and although you may not do the weight that they do or may not do it as fast as they do, you know how it feels yep. and to get into the grit and the grind of the workout. And I think that's, you know, very close to the military is that, you know, you know, anybody that went through the Marine Corps, you know what they went through that's and right. you know, you know what it took to get to the other side. So in taking that and, and, and moving it into business, I mean, you've, you've talked a lot, a lot about the parallels. What are some things that CrossFit as a whole is doing to kind of start growing that even more? Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I'm, you know, passionate about, obviously with my brother in the military, is like, you know, um, veterans that suffer with PTSD and how important physical activity is. What are some things that CrossFit is doing to kind of just reach out and bring those people in? Yeah. So we've been, you know, in the last four months for me since since I joined the team, our number one priority has been working on 
making sure we have a real clear vision for where we're going. Yeah. You know, we, we, have, we are a part of this broader community at HQ, and I think our job is to play a role in partnering with other members of the community to articulate a vision that we can all work towards together. Yeah. And, and if we work towards it together in alignment, everybody benefits. And when I think about our role at HQ, first and foremost, um, it's about exposing more people to CrossFit. It's about telling the story of the methodology and the brand and the ethos and the community in a way that inspires more people who are sitting at home right now, yeah. who may hear about CrossFits and today think, you know what, that's cool, but it sounds crazy and it's not for me. Maybe it's too dangerous or maybe, maybe I have to get fit before I go try it. Yeah. And show those people that's not the case. Show, that, show people that this is the most welcoming community you will find anywhere. I know right now I could walk across the street into a box where not a single person has ever met me before. Hopefully they don't recognize me. <laughs> and I know that I'll be welcomed. And I know the same thing is true if I walk into a box in Brazil or France. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that when I walk in that box, I'm going to see people at, in all stations of life, young, old, super fit, starting their fitness journey, folks healthy, folks who are struggling with something in their life. And so our job is to tell that story, yeah. first and foremost. Get more people to a place where they're willing to walk into an affiliate, where a coach and that community can change their life, yeah. full stop. So a big part of that is communicating where we're going. We will, end of this month, um, we're gonna communicate to the community our vision and plan for this year and where we're going beyond. Gotcha. And we're gonna tee up and ask, because again, this is not a journey that we take on our own. Um, we're gonna outline, hey, for the other really critical parts of the community, for our members, for our coaches, for our affiliates, for our partners, here's how we wanna work with you. Here's our job. Yeah. And here's how we want to partner with you to get more people exposed to CrossFit. Because again, if we can do that, everybody benefits from yeah. it. And, and this has been alluded to as kind of the all-star game of CrossFit. And, and, and really what you said as far as going into boxes in you know, Brazil, France. And, and I saw on, on Instagram that you've actually been out there and traveling into different countries and, and seeing all the different things. What, it, it's interesting seeing that single thread go through. It doesn't matter what community you're in or what language you speak. The language of fitness and the language of, I don't want to say suffering in, in a bad way, but mm -hmm. like suffering for physical gain mm -hmm. is just synonymous with CrossFit and, and, and furthering that brand. And it's, it, it supersedes language. Like That's you right. get out on the floor with somebody, it doesn't matter if you speak the same language. If you're both out there lifting, you look at each other and you can relate. You understand. Um, and that's the cool thing about being here at Wadapalooza is there's people that I hear all sorts of different languages walking by, people that I don't understand. I mean, the Katrin and Annie walked up and they were just going on an Icelandic and it's just, it's just cool to see a melting pot of, of everybody. Um, has there, is there a place that you haven't gone yet that you're like, that's on the bucket list? Like, I want to get there, I want to go, um, whether it be CrossFit related or not. Um, well, let's, let's do it that way. Is there a place that you want to go with CrossFit and kind of take that ethos that we've talked about to to that area? And is there just a place just in general on the bucket list that you just want to go just for fun? So, you know, I've had the opportunity in the last few months to visit uh, Australia, uh, Brazil, Latin America. Yep. Uh, those were incredible. And everything you spoke to, you can walk into a box 10,000 miles away and it feels like your local community. And yet different in ways that, you know, show off what's the, the very best of that, that yep. culture. It's incredible. I've not been to Europe yet. Um, so I'm going to get to Europe this year. We're doing our semis, uh, big semis in Berlin. I will probably be there for that. Okay. And I'm really excited about that. That's a, we, have a, we are growing really quickly in, in Western Europe right now. Huge opportunity. Um, 
Uh, Asia is the next one. Asia for us, um, probably our fastest growing market right now globally is in Korea. We are oh, wow. on fire in Korea. Wow. We have some other markets where um, uh, we're not growing as quickly uh, as we can. Uh, uh, China, and, and there's a number of challenges there. COVID has been a really meaningful challenge there. Japan, we have a really strong community, but there's a ton of upside and opportunity. And so, you know, um, I, I had the opportunity in, in previous life working at companies where we had a global footprint at, at Facebook, uh, at Pinterest, at Google. And one of the things I learned there is that while um, that there, there are just unique um, uh, issues on the ground, challenges, opportunities, cultural things that can be really important to consider and understand how you take something that has an opportunity to be successful and make sure it works in that local market. And so yeah. us spending time, me spending time, probably first and foremost, most important is making sure that that we as a team and company understand what we need to do to support that community. There's no question people there can benefit from that. We know that already. It's really how do we unlock CrossFit for them in that market. And yep. so I'm really excited about those two. Yeah, awesome. And selfishly, I'm very excited about Orlando being picked as one of the semifinals. Yeah. Um, I'm from Ocala, which is just- I've uh, been there. Yeah, it's a, you have. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. an hour and a half north of north of Orlando. Uh, Justin Berg's parents- That's right, are up that's there. right. Um, they were actually members of the gym that I used to go to there, CrossFit Zoo. Oh, very cool. So just, I, I'm- Small world. It's like a back, it's the backyard for me. So I'm like, all right, go down to Orlando. Um, so kind of what was the decision factor of getting those locations and, and like Orlando and it's Pasadena is the is West Coast. And then, of course, Berlin, that's, that's really new, new territory for, for the semifinals. Um, so what was the decision-making? And obviously, we know Australia and, and those. But mm -hmm. those three in particular, kind of CrossFit is, is, is operating. That's right. Um, so what yeah, the so, so at a high level for us, um, one of the things that I've learned a lot about in the last four months, and I'm, uh, I solve it, you know, a lot more to learn, yeah. is the complexity, and, and folks at Wadapalooza know this, the complexity associated with running these events yeah. is pretty extraordinary. Um, logistically, operationally, there is, I'd argue there's no other sport like it. When you think about our sport, the format changes every single event. Uh, logistically intensive, we need different formats and flexibility. Covering it from a media coverage is yep. incredibly challenging. Um, and so I, I mentioned that is to say that the criteria, there's a lot of complex criteria that goes into figuring out um, where do we host these um, events? Um, how do we make sure we have facilities in these events that can show off and promote the sport, that can allow our fans and community to engage in a way that works? Um, we look at affiliate density, so, yeah. so we want to be in, in markets where we have really vibrant affiliate communities so that those communities and the affiliate owners and their coaches can participate. Um, and then we want to make sure we have really good coverage globally so that we, the very best athletes can be represented. So at, at a high level, those are the big considerations for us. Um, and we're really excited that the locations this year are going to be fantastic. We've yeah. heard great feedback from the community about it that's awesome and like i said personally very excited because you know it's i can be home every night and you know go to that's go great. to the semifinals this could be good um and is this something that is going to like rotate every year and just kind of looking at that or looking to kind Location of find wise. a home for it yeah so um tbd I, what i'd say is um we will continue we think there's something really positive about giving different markets exposure to these events yeah um at the same time there is a big cost and complexity associated with changing. So um, we're gonna try not to be in a place where we are changing constantly. That makes things really challenging for a lot of folks in the community and for our team. Um, but we also wanna keep it fresh. So yeah. you'll probably see us 
stay in markets for a couple of years and then look for an opportunity to find other markets where we can bring that CrossFit experience um, uh, to other places. And, and with that being said, I'm going to ask the question, and I know it hasn't been official, um, but, you know, there's been the talk of Birmingham. Is there going to be, an, when, it, when do we look for an official announcement of where the games might end up in 2024? Uh, like kind of time Soon-ish. Soon-ish. Okay. <laughs> I'll Sorry, that's as much as you get no, no, right now. I'll, I'll <laughs> say I will take that. I I was prepared for it to be just like no yeah. comment, you know. <laughs> um, so we've got two more days of competition. Um, we're still finishing up the elites. Now we've got the teams about to hit the stage. The teams look absolutely incredible as far as the just the scope of of elite teams that have just come together out of almost almost nowhere. It's like why would these three be there? And yet it's amazing all the same. Um, is there something with those that you're looking for that is the most exciting or, you know, team versus elite, individuals? Like, what is, what is your favorite part of, of those competitions? Oh, gosh, it's so hard to pin down. I'd, I'd say, um, and, you know, what I would, I would say is I have the opportunity. My family's in town this weekend. So my, yeah. my wife and my, I have three little girls. They're all coming. Um, and for me, probably the most exciting part is give my kids the opportunity to see and experience this. Um, yeah to see these incredible men and women at the elite level, but also for masters athletes. Gosh, it's so inspirational. I'll say like the games for me was incredibly inspiring. The most inspiring moments were the adaptive athletes and the masters athletes. Yeah. I, you know, just mind blowing to see, um, we all know for the elite athletes, the commitment and the, and the grit that it takes. Imagine doing that for, you know, for our adaptive athletes and the challenges that they navigate. It's yeah. incredibly inspiring. Yeah, and I've actually got to work a couple competitions where we've had adaptive athletes, and it's just, that's the most fun. And just seeing just some of the amazing feats that are done. Um, I was in uh, Daytona. I don't know if you saw the video of Logan Aldridge, the one-arm clean and jerk at yes. 225. I was on the floor insane. when that happened, and it was absolutely... It's insane. Like, the video, although the video, the hype on the video is amazing it didn't do justice for actually being in the building and I actually seeing it while seeing it happen is wild and similar to your family being here my daughter and my wife are right over here uh, that's my nine-year-old and she loves crossfit and she's awesome. she's in crossfit disney world right now so <laughs> she's she's having a great time but um you know i'm gonna let you go here in a little bit but you know yeah uh, we've got two more days you know two more days in miami i mean it's better than any anywhere else um it's gonna be a little bit chilly Apparently, the next well, chilly for Miami. Chilly, chilly for Miami. Okay. For us Floridians. We'll take that. You know, it's going to be in the, I think, 30s and 40s. You know? Oh, wow. That's so chilly. It's All gonna, right. It'll get down there. Um, but we've got the Masters panel, or not the Masters. We've got the Champions panel coming up later on today, awesome. uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, oh, we got, I've got my, my sign guy. He's, he's, telling right. me he's telling me timing wise. Wrap it up. Um, but, you know, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everything you're doing for the, you know, for the community. It's just, it's been really cool to see the growth. And if you could say that there's one thing that 2023 you are the most excited about with CrossFit, um, what would it be uh, th that you look at when we get a year from now, we're back at Wadapalooza in 2024, and you say 2023 is a success for CrossFit, what has to happen to make that? Make that? Um, we have changed, we have broadened the appeal of CrossFit in a really meaningful sort of way. And we started that two weeks ago with this campaign around the magic of CrossFit. If you haven't had a chance to see it, these are just unbelievably inspiring stories. Again, we don't have to make them up. Yeah. We just have to elevate what's happening in tens of thousands of boxes and it's mind blowing. And so a year from now, looking back and saying, 
we now have people for the very first time who are walking in, who a year ago thought CrossFit wasn't for them. And since walking in the front door of the box, we've impacted, you know, so many more lives. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Don. Wex, thank, thank you for you. being here. Really appreciate it. Love having you on the show. And, you know, you're, you're going to be back. You're going to be around all weekend. I'm around so all you're, weekend. You're hanging out. I think you're on another podcast later on this week. That's right. right. On Monday, I think. On yep. Monday. Or no. Sunday. Maybe Sunday. Maybe Sunday. It all, it's all blur. Yeah. <laughs> Just basically hang out here with us at, right. the podcast, at the podcast stage. So thank you so much for being here. And, uh, you know, we'll be doing these all day and uh, look forward to the rest of the week. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it, Wex. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I absolutely was just blown away by the type of man the CEO Don Fall is and uh man just just an amazing amazing person and he was just could not be more down to earth listen to everybody he'd walk around and he would talk to everybody he had his family there just and I ran into him you know throughout my time there in Miami always you know bump into him be like hey how's it going Wex and just just the nicest nicest guy but has a good head on his shoulders as I said he's a marine so semper fi and I'm a I'm a huge fan. So Don Fall on the episode today was just fantastic. As always, Fat Ash Bakes. You heard me talk about it. It's that good, good. Follow them on Instagram, Fat Ash Bakes. Go look at all the cookies that they had. They completely sold out at Wadapalooza, but they'll be restocking and being able to send them to your house very soon. Go check them out on their website. Fat Ash Bakes, get that good, good in your hand, in your mouth, in your freezer. Just get it. They are good. Also, check out Lifting the Dream Official on Instagram. Go ahead and follow everything that they're doing. Just an amazing company. Great small business. Doing big things. They did an awesome job in, in Miami making us feel at home and helping us out with stuff. Hooking my daughter up with a whole bunch of swag and things and just taking care of the family. They were awesome. So go check them out, Lifting the Dream Official on Instagram. That is it for this episode. Catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.